Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Jennifer Rizzio, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. And I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity, create a life based on freedom, where we focus on this podcast on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing our essential nature. And today I'm talking to Beth Davis, and we're talking about business by design. Discover your ideal business from your human design. Hi, Beth. Hi. Okay, first of all, let's talk about what, briefly, what human design is, so people who've never heard of it understand it, and then we can move into, like, the business questions. Fantastic. Uh, in 1990, 1987, a man named Ra Uruhu, he since passed on in 2011, in 1987, he downloaded, over an eight-day period, this system called human design, and it is essentially a map or circuit board of the body. And the way you determine it is your birth time, location, and date. First name doesn't matter, uh, but the time, location, and date. And you can go online and search for free human design chart and get your chart. If you don't know your birth time, there are astrologers that can pretty closely uh, narrow it down to a pretty exact time using certain life events. And, uh, those, uh, those astrologers work retroactively. So uh, I just encourage people, if they don't know the time, do that or make a request for your birth certificate if you can get it. And that map shows you how your energy operates within your environment and between other people. So when you put two or three or four charts together, you can actually see the mechanical connections between people, uh, which takes out a lot of the guesswork in relationships. Because we tend to get frustrated when we don't get along with people or we clash with people or someone just won't see eye to eye with us. And most of the time that's not going to change because it's mechanical. So I really encourage people to go where the flow is, to get with people that you enjoy, to get with people that make you smile, to get with people where the energy feels good. Because there, there is nothing in our design that says you need to suffer. And it has to be difficult. And, oh, those people are lessons. No, those people need boundaries. (laughs) So, but we we rationalize, right? Like, well, apparently I needed the lesson. I'm like, well, did you? Or did you just not set a boundary? Because it doesn't have to feel bad. So that's what I've learned from human design is it is a system for your soul fulfillment. It is about feeling good in your skin. It is about experiencing the self-love that comes with knowing who you are and operating correctly as the person you are. I love that. So I want to jump to another question, then we're going to jump back to human design. So what has, because you're you're discussing human design, made me want to ask this. What have you learned throughout your journey? Like what has been that big kind of constant theme that you've learned over getting to know you and loving you? I I think that the biggest theme for for myself in my own life is to go where the love is. Again, it's the same point. It's it's to go where the energy actually is rather than where it isn't. You know, people will spend a lot of time um, pursuing people and projects and things that aren't pursuing them. Right. And it, it, it's just a waste of time. So yeah. notice what you're attracting, good, bad, or ugly. If, it's, if you're attracting things you don't really like, it means you're incorrect. If you're attracting trouble, it means you're doing things that are trouble. 
But if you're attracting good opportunities and good people, move towards that. Move yeah. towards that. Yeah. I think, I think that's really important. I think, you know, uh, I laugh because I, I, you know, in doing my discovery sessions or talking to a person, I, I literally wait until they go, well, how do I work with you? And then I know that's my cue. Like, you know, sometimes I go, would you like to understand how to work with me? But normally I'm just like, okay, I, I know that they're my person when they ask and I'm cool with that. Um, okay. So if memory serves me correctly, you and I have the same, not we're not the same, but we have the same human design. You are a generator. generator mm-hmm. And so am I. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean for our businesses versus a projector, which is another human design type? It's a great question. So there are four types with a hybrid. There's the, uh, the generator with the hybrid manifesting generator. So it's the generator manifesting generator types make up 70% of the population. 37% of people are pure generators like yourself and myself. We're the most dominant type. And then 33% are manifesting generators followed by projectors at 21%, manifestors at 8%, and reflectors at 1% of the world's oh. population. Uh, the, the type dictates how your energy field or aura operates. So for the generators and manifesting generators, we have an aura that, imagine a bubble all around you that works like a magnet. And so we're warm, we're magnetic, we draw opportunities to us. We do not have to initiate. We do not have to hard pursue anything. Doesn't mean we don't apply effort or work. That's really different. What I mean is we, we wait to see what shows up. I mean, one of the ways you know you're correct as a generator or manifesting generator is you wake up in the morning and you're not sure what your life's going to look like. Now, <laughs> I, am a, I am a generator who now lives in New Jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I moved from Southern California, my penthouse apartment on the water in California to move to New Jersey to be in the snow by choice, but not really. A series of events caused me to leave LA, led me one place that wasn't the right place. A friend said, why don't you come visit me in New Jersey? So I thought I'll go visit my friend for a couple of weeks. And then I came here and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. And my friend actually said to me, I took the liberty of finding you a townhome, which is where I am now. And I woke up this morning and I actually had this thought. I thought, I am living correct as a generator. I don't know how I got here, but it feels so good. And so that's how you know you're correct as a generator, manifesting generator. I mean, did you ever expect, Jennifer, to be doing what you're doing in a relationship with the person you're in, with the dog that you have? No. Absolutely. No. So that's how you know you're correct. It's just like, oh. And, and there's a feeling of satisfaction. And that's what I felt this morning when I got up at seven, it's 27 degrees out. I suited up in multiple layers and went to the gym and was happy about it. I was like, I'm so satisfied. I love New Jersey. And, you know, it's a running joke now. People are like New Jersey. I'm like, New Jersey's awesome. Don't knock it till you try it, people. That's right. That's right. Because we're both Jersey girls now. Um, so that's a generator manifesting generator. It's like, you know, you're correct when you can really let go of control and there's places for control. I don't want to make some blanket statements because right. there's places in your life you need boundaries, you need control, like when you're driving a car. Yeah. And you need to stop trying to control life and force fit it. Like I have to date a person like this and my business has to look like this and I need to live in this place. Maybe, maybe not. 
got to be willing to respond. What are you responding to? So generators and manifesting generators are response beings and their lives are meant to be easy and like a hot knife through butter, go with the flow. It's Love not it. meant to be difficult. So, you know, the wind on your cheek is something to respond to. I was at the gym listening to music and the song came on my set that I really liked. And the song actually triggered a creative idea. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Right. That's how generators work. It's in response to what's in the environment. It's not what's in your head, although that may be helpful. But what's in your head needs to be coming from what you've already responded to. OK, um, projectors have an aura that pen- that goes out sort of like a Pinocchio nose off the front of their body. And so their energy penetrates the other. Uh, they, in a, in a, a business sense, are the advisors. And, and just to take a step back, generators and manifesting generators are the builders. Generators are builders. Manifesting generators are express builders. They build fast. I was just talking to one of my VIP clients who is a manifesting generator just before this call. And she and her fiance opened a new store August to November. They got it. They had an idea in August. They had the store open in November. Even the permits alone take longer than that. Not for them. Express builders. Okay. So that's manifesting generated. They know which steps to skip. And when they're correct, things move very, very quickly. Projectors are advisors. And so they get paid the big bucks to guide the energy of the project of the generators because the generators and manifesting generators, we're the worker bees, they're builders with all that energy, but we can go off kind of scattered. So projectors come in. Now projectors need to wait to be invited because if they just force themselves into things, they get, they get rejected and then they get bitter. Then you have manifestors. Their aura actually pushes things out of the way like Moses parting the sea. So their energy is like, get out of my way. So they're not warm and fuzzy people. You can usually tell a manifestor there's a coldness, even though they can be very loving people, but there's a coldness and there's a matter of factness and it's let's get the job done and either you know get out of my way or get on the train because I'm moving. That's their aura. You know? And they, do, they are the only type that can initiate from their head. They can have an idea, and if their body feels right about it, they can make it happen, and they can make reality look like what's in their head. But they're only 8% of the population, so most of us are trying to be manifestors. It's not correct. The rest of us are supposed to be in a state of expectancy and you know surprise. And then you have reflectors, 1% of the population. Their chart is like undefined. They're not, they're not colored in, if we were looking at a human design chart. And they make decisions based on the cycle of the moon. So they need about 29 days to make a decision, a big decision. And their aura samples, like it reaches up and it grabs a bit of this and it grab a bit of that. And because they make a decision over the course of these 29 days, depending on what's happening in the solar system, they actually experience all the types different parts of their chart light up. So one day they're a projector and the next day they feel like a manifester and the next day they're a generator. And I'm really a... glad I'm not that Beth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard for them because they actually, if they're not conscious of this or if they're not really aware of human design, they actually think they're a different person every day. And I've tried to talk to reflectors in my life and they're like, I love being a different person every day. I'm like, you're not a different person every day. Right. You're f- experiencing the solar system through your body. It's not being a different person every day. So you've got to be able to separate it out. But once the reflector realizes, oh, I'm sampling this energy 
to understand the other, their job is to evaluate. They come into particularly group scenarios. They know where the health resides for the community. They know where the toxicity is in the community. They know who the difficult people are that need some help that are going to poison the group if they're not managed. The, the, the reflector knows how to evaluate situations, right? So you have builders and express builders. There's the generators. Then you have the um, advisors, which are the projectors. And then you have, oh, the manifestors are the innovators. I didn't say that. They're the innovators. And then the reflectors, their business role is to evaluate. So those other names come from the business side of human design. So yeah. once we understand what we are, right? How how does that allow our businesses to be easy? Well, you stop doing things you don't like doing. You know, like another client today said, "Well, I really want to be consistent with my social media, but I never am." And I said, "Well, why don't you hire somebody?" Oh. I'm like, you're never going to be consistent with it. You don't like to do it. It's not your jam, but you need to do it. So hire someone. Oh, right. I, I, I could hire someone for that. So it's, it's, it's realizing you've got to pick your lane. And if you really excel in that lane, yes, you might have to bootstrap it a bit or do a few things for a little bit you don't like doing. But if you really develop your own gifts, you're going to start making money. And as soon as you have a few clients, you can hire an assistant. And that will help you have more clients, right? You just start one higher at a time when it comes to business, uh, you know, unless you get capital or investor seed money, and then you can hire a team. It's just all how you, you know, get a business loan, however you go at it. Um, it's recognizing there are resources available to do the things that you want to do. You just need to, one, you have to believe in yourself. Right. And that's really the biggest issue I see is, is this low self-esteem that so many people carry this insecurity and lack of self-love. And the whole point of human design is to love yourself. That is the point of the system is to love yourself by becoming aware of your own uniqueness. So. I love that. And, and so what you're really saying is, you know, this is another way to interpret who you are and another chance to love yourself. And when That's we right. love ourselves, as I say, with God, business is good. That's right. right. Absolutely. So what have you learned most about yourself through human design? Well, it's been a real relief to wait to respond and not push things. Um, it's so helpful. It's helpful in intimacy. It's helpful in business. Understanding that I need to wait to be asked. I need the question. Like you and I were talking about, you know, you're doing, say you're doing a strategy call with a prospective client, you, you, you have a conversation with them. And at a certain point, that prospective client says, so how do I work with you? Right. And I do the exact same thing as a generator. I've said to my team, I've said, the people that we coach with are the people that ask us to coach with them. We don't have to force anything. They'll get it or they don't. Yeah. And you and I offer pretty high level Deep services work. it's yeah. deep yeah when i say high level i don't i don't mean that in an arrogant way i mean no, i mean we go deep and not everybody's wanting it or ready and that's okay like some i'm sometimes i'm not ready for it i'm like i'm not ready for that right now like you got to know when you're ready for it but when you're ready to do the deep work you and i are a good choice 
The fact is most people don't want to do the deep work. And that's also in human design. About half the world's population likes to live in dishonesty and lies. 50%. 50% of humans are like, I don't really want to talk about the truth. It's kind of uncomfortable. And the other 50% is like, come on, come on. Well, I, it's it's weird that it's half and half, right? Like, it is, yeah, of course. You know, total balance, right? Yeah, so, total balance. Um, listen, so my next question for you is, what do you, when people understand their human design, what, what do you see most happening within their businesses? What I see is they're more available to support they're more open to being in response and this allows for them to see things they couldn't see before because they were clouded by oh i can't afford that or who am i to charge that or all that nonsense that people spend all this time like it's not about you for god's sakes just help somebody (laughs) but you know the mind's just going 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 so that's one of the things i see is uh we could call it shedding conditioning uh, particularly money conditioning, which is the, the most severe conditioning is money because money is intricately linked to survival. It used to be food, oh, right. but then food was replaced by money. If you have money, you can buy food. So money became more important than life. If you look at the planet, the way it operates, life isn't that important. Profit, quarterly profits. And that comes from fear. The the whole economic system is driven. It's like a death machine, but it comes from the shadow of this fear of I've got to get mine because otherwise I'm going to die. But as you start to shed that low frequency, it's a real frequency and there's some truth in it. But as you start to evolve into, oh, there's always the right amount for my purpose. Nobody needs to make a million dollars a month, not even Mark Zuckerberg needs to make the money. Nobody's meant to be a billionaire. That's not in human design. That's abnormal. And look what it's done to the planet. No one, no, six people aren't meant to have more money than half the world. It's insanity. But that's what this, that's what fear does. When people are correct, they're in a place of trust. And it is, I am pursuing what I love to do. I'm being of service, using my gifts, doing the things I love to do. The right amount of money is always there. So what I have noticed happen like with my client, with her new store, the investors stepped in, the location showed up, everything happened like magic because it was correct. People go, how do you do that? And what do you say? Well, I lined up with what I wanted. That's really what you do. You line up with what is correct for you. Um, yeah. And I want to be ever clear, everyone, when Beth is saying correct, what she really means is in alignment, not yeah, right. I, alignment. Yeah. yeah. You're because, aligned yeah, with it. You're aligned. Mm. Yeah, aligned. And, you know, we, we, I have a Facebook group that's about alignment, right? That's right. the word we use is align to your design. So aligning to your design is really about aligning to your truth, to your desires. And so when it comes to money, that's where most of the fear hangs out. And you can see it play out in the world writ large. People will say things really common stereotypical things such as, well, you can't pay the bills doing that. And it's like, who says, says who? And who says you're here to pay bills anyway? The bills get paid when you're correct because you'll have enough and then some to do what you came to do. We actually uh, 
were able to stop worrying about money in 1781. In the year 1781, Uranus was discovered. And with the discovery of Uranus, humans mutated from seven chakra beings to nine chakra beings. So when you look at a human design chart, it is a nine-centered or nine-chakra body. Now, in 2027, there's a new creature coming in called the Rave. They will be 11-centered. They will not be human although they will be birthed from humans. My hope is that they aren't institutionalized or euthanized, that we have a chance to let them grow because these 11 center beings will manifest through telepathic communication and they will be non-emotional. So what makes humans humans is that we like all the feels. I mean, think about popular music. It's all about emotions, right? right? We're driven by emotions, all the drama in the news. You know, we, we've loved the current president of the United States. I mean, people, the media has loved him because he's so dramatic and emotional. He's so good for ratings. You know, that's the human spirit is just drama. And this new species coming in is like, we don't have time for that. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not their way. So humans are very unique, these nine centered beings. And in 1781, when we shifted to a new center, centers of awareness in the body graph, these new centers of awareness made it unnecessary to worry about money. Meaning the awareness is so lightning quick that it moves before your mind can even see it move. And it attracts to you what's correct for you like magic. And that's the law of attraction. The law of attraction isn't dream boards and crystals and candles, although those things are lovely and, and, and certainly center you. I'm not against any ritual of that nature. The real law of attraction is being centered in self-love and knowing who the hell you are. Right. And then when you know who the hell you are, your life works. Right. You, get, you attract the right friends, the right people. You end up living, I mean, New Jersey. I live in New Jersey, but I love it. It's so the right place for me. And I... I got here through a relationship that didn't work out. And whenever I want to be like mad at my ex, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so grateful to him because he literally was my angel. I had to, st I wanted to break up with him sooner. And I kept checking in with my strategy and authority, which is how you make decisions. And I kept hearing, not yet. I'm like, not yet. Okay. That wasn't the first time that it happened and not yet. And now I know why it had to play out. It got me to the East coast ended the relationship. Yep. My work here is done. And sure enough, I'm, I'm living where I really needed to live. And I want to just end with this quick story. So I was a nerd in school and I got a number of scholarships to different colleges because I was a really good student. And I actually had a scholarship to NYU for film school. And I didn't go. I went to New Hampshire to my dad's alma mater to Dartmouth which was really racist and homophobic and misogynist at the time I went. It still kind of is, although they're making improvements, but let's face it, white boys club. That's where I went to school, the white boys club. And it wasn't much better when I was there. I'm now living not far from New York City uh, along uh, what's known as my Jupiter line. And I look back on my life and I'm like, oh my God, it was right there when I was 18. It was beckoning me. New York City was saying, come come and I sometimes replay my life and I'm like oh and I, I don't beat myself up about it I'm just like oh shoot if I'd only known so my mission Jennifer is to help as many entrepreneurs as I can get correct 
with their design. And, and my, my, my charitable, the charitable arm of what I do is bring this information to children. Because imagine being armed with this information at age five, six, seven. Right. And so you get a scholarship to a school and you sit with it and you're like, no, it's not the right location. It's not, and your parents are like, what do you mean? And no, I can't go to Minnesota. I have to go to Florida. That's where I'm supposed to go to school. Right? And being that correct to know, oh no, it's not Dartmouth, it's NYU. And so I look back and I think like Dartmouth, hey, people are like, oh, Ivy League school. But I'm like, yeah, but it was so the wrong place for me. I'm amazed I even survived that place. I mean, come on. And NY, I mean, New York City for my personality. So all I'm saying is get correct because the opportunities will keep coming, but you're going to get mixed signals. I mean, it would seem like, oh, NYU, Dartmouth, that's so great. But if it isn't the correct choice, it takes you further afield from your purpose, right? And obviously I'm giving you a very privileged option, but that's my hope is that people can know themselves because then when they do, they start creating prosperity for their communities and the other people around them. And that's what lifts people out of poverty is self-knowledge, so. Well, what a cool interview. Um, let's give out your website address so people know how to get more. Yeah, ideas. I'd love for them to come to the group. So it's yourpurpose.com forward slash community. Our yourpurpose.com site, we're actually getting ready to launch a whole new site. So I recommend people just go to the group, yourpurpose.com forward slash community. Don't go to the website. It's fine. It's a nice website. But the website that's coming is like, ah, so Hold tight. We'll introduce at the end of January. And um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So my last question, which I ask everyone, mm-hmm. is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I actually have one on my refrigerator that I love so much. And it's, the, it's this classic saying, shoot for the stars. Because even if you land, oh, oh God, I'm totally bungling it. <laughs> shoot for the stars because even if you miss you land among the stars it's something like something like that but it's yeah it's like shoot for it go for it like just go for it yeah because even if you miss you're going to get so much closer and into things that are right for you than if you don't try you know i see this i see this in all areas of life people are like oh i don't date i'm like well but you're lonely why don't you go out and meet people oh you know when people are like i don't have any money i'm like well why don't you sell some services well who would buy my services (laughs) like listen i'm all out i don't know how to help you like you have to engage (laughs) you have to actually you know engage with other humans because that's the piece i'll leave you with your job as an individual is to know your design and the uniqueness of you and love the uniqueness of you. However, you cannot, cannot ever, ever, that is, you will never fulfill your purpose without other people. Yeah. You There's- must have other people because they connect to the parts of you that are open in your design and fill you out so that you can activate. So you need other people. And so when people aren't getting what they want, I'm like, well, start networking, you know, get on zoom there's until we can meet in person again but just get with other people and connect and you'll be amazed at what can happen just just that little you know i reached out to someone that messaged me on instagram in 2019 and i didn't even know the message was in there till two days ago so i'm like hey how are you and she's like oh (laughs) and then she says to me i know the most incredible connector in new york 
she has the most amazing dinner parties. I love dinner parties. She said, when you get back to having dinner parties, you have to meet this woman. She's a, she's a super connector. Fun now, now I want to go. Right. Oh, and I'll, I'm, I'll bring you, you'll be my, you'll be my plus one. Yes. Well, again, a thrill talking to you. You too. Love spending time with Beth. And remember, you know what? She's right. Like, God's not going to bring you a tree to make you happy. God's going to bring you a resource of a human. So you have to engage with those resources. And you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Uziel. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment, write a review, rate it. Contact me directly. And of course, contact all of my amazing guests. Don't forget you are your soul. And bye for now. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baclaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.